the Van Selling Podcast. I'm Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. And we are here every week. We're glad you joined us. You probably heard there on the front row, we've got an exciting, fun thing coming for you, the mm-hmm. Advanced Selling Podcast dot com slash live go check that out you'll be I think, pretty excited about that join us in our linkedin group we were up to like 1300 almost 1400 LinkedIn group. it's really fun a lot of good people there good questions being well, how posted, do you know so. how do you know they're good people have you met all I, of them i've met? not met them but i trust our listeners immensely anyone who would listen to this show has got to be a good person or someone extremely <laughs> bored without a life so <laughs> as as life goes on you know you you see and become things that you never thought you'd see or become these are things like you. Most people would swear they'd never buy a minivan. Then they have mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Well, I swore that I would never have my car painted with shoe polish that has my daughter's name all on it, all over it, no, on the way didn't. to a little league softball game. That. I swore I'd never do that. And this weekend, guess what? I drove two and a half hours south of here to Clarksville, Indiana, with Go Anna Win State <laughs> Nine U softball stuff written all over my car. <laughs> I've never been in a travel environment with parents before, and I've heard all these crazy stories. Saturday night of our tournament, we're there Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. I went to bed fairly early just because I was didn't want to be up too late and, and that sort of thing. And again, the, the guys were drinking a couple of beers, how that goes. These are all men in their early to mid-40s. Mm-hmm. Friday night, 2.30 a.m., got the cops called on them. You're Three kidding Three Clarksville, me. Indiana cop cars oh. came up to my friends who are all business owners, and, and these are not oh. like, you, you know. They get out of town, get, and they just And you don't mess with nuts. Clarksville, Indiana cops. But, yeah, the uh, hotel manager asked him to go to bed, and they sat out in the lobby, and then he called the cops on them, and they came in and put him oh, to bed. So wow. not since spring break, right? That's 22 years later. You'd think, you know, I get that. <laughs> and the, you weren't there? At you the weren't Kai, I was not there, absolutely, absolutely, unequivocally not there. <laughs> Check the video. Good decision. Tape. Guaranteed. Yeah. One of the best decisions of my life. Uh, that's right. Sure. Okay. okay. Topic article. today. Yep. Yeah. Get an article uh, there. there. Yeah. There's an article in USA Today, and I uh, uh, tweeted it here last week. Sales rep wanted inquire any place. Yes. And it says businesses struggle to fill sales positions as economy picks up. We've been talking about this article a little bit, and it's, it's gotten a lot of play. And you know, of course, yep. we being in the training business and coaching, we have heard this for years that yes. it's really hard to find top-notch people, and usually the people who are out there on the market looking, not always. So if you're on the market looking, I may not be speaking to you, not. are not always the best top of the, you know, cream of the crop. Right. So but when we started to read this and we start to think, well, what does it mean? Is that an indicator that something else is happening in the market? And can we right. take that, you and I, and say, well, you need to be thinking about this for yourself. Whether you're looking or not is kind of irrelevant. Yep. You, you may not be looking today and your company may go out of business next month and then you'll be looking. And we talked a little bit about what are some things you can be doing, looking or not, that would raise your value yeah. if and when that ever happens. Absolutely. And I think the good part here for you listeners is that no matter... As Bill said, whether you're looking or not doesn't matter because the things we're going to tell you are going to raise your game anyway. And the Mm -hmm. idea here, and Bill does a great talk about what he calls the pick-me society that we're in, where we're looking for jobs and looking for colleges. And this plays right along with this. What we're trying to help you do as our listener is to get out of the pick-me business and have people pick you Mm -hmm. instead. And you can't go wrong because your sales and and your your results, your income are going to rise and you're going to have choices down the road if you do some of the things we're about to tell you. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of the setup, the little tease, if you will. And I think, I think a lot of the problem with the the inability to fill sales positions has more to do with the talent of people, less to do with the availability of bodies. 
I think these days yeah. companies are much more picky than they used they to be. Are. Back yeah. in the day, if you had a pulse and you could drive, you yeah. could be a salesperson. You can't be that anymore. The, the, the level of sophistication is too high now. And so we're trying to really continue yeah. that up and make the, our people better. So Yeah, it's good. I'm sure number one in yours is continue to listen to the Advanced Selling Podcast. I, I do. It's got to yeah, be yeah. one of those. For, well, yeah, it kind of is a little bit. It's right. generic, but it's in there. Number one, ready? Mentality shift. Now, some of our listeners have already made this mentality shift in their business. And what I'm suggesting you do is make this mentality shift what I wrote down is in all things. And I just wrote down abundance in all things, abundance in all things. We still have clients that we've been with for years and years and years who do a phenomenal job applying the abundant market theory to their business world, yet they don't always apply it to their entire life. And I think yeah. that's super, super important here that if you're going to be one that gets picked, you have to ooze abundance from everything about you and what you do, both in your business, how you carry yourself in your networks, how you carry yourself in uh, all, all aspects of your life. So what you're saying there is I may be able to let go of a deal that doesn't sound like it's a good one, but I can't let go of my job that I you hate. You got it. Yeah, completely. Can't let go of my job. Can't let go of my industry can't let go of my attachments things like well i don't want to shift anything because i've got kids coming up getting ready to go to college and Mm -hmm. all these things that inhibit us from either taking risk or following passion or whatever that specific thing is I think it's really important to examine that holistically in a person. So I've got a friend who's in the typewriter business. Do you think he should get out of that? <laughs> yeah, I do. He's holding on pretty tight. He thinks oh. he'll come back. Does he part his hair down the middle? Smith Corona. <laughs> That's good. It's not the kind of Corona you're talking about no. either. From your not, not the trip kind to we Clarksville. had down in Clarksville, Indiana. <laughs> okay, I've got one here. I need yep. to put my specs on. Um, recognize and accept that you live in different times. And you live in a time where the individual accountability Mm. and power is there, but only if you take it. An example I heard the other day that it used to be that the newspapers and media outlets would drive all the traffic to their sites. But now every reporter has a Twitter account, has a Facebook account. And so these reporters are going in and demanding more salary because they're the ones with the followers, not the newspaper. And and the newspaper bosses don't know what to do with that. true. And so it's the same thing here, you know, as you increase your network, and I'm not talking about just pure numbers, but as you're, as you get better at networking, it really is a you society where you can embrace and accept the fact that people will follow you, not necessarily the company that you Mm. currently work for. Really good. Really good. Yeah. And it's very valid because I follow news anchors and news people more than news stations. Yeah. And that's where I get a lot of the stuff that I read on the news. Never thought about that. So anyway, that's 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 really good. Okay. That's my best effort there. I like it there. Okay. Uh, Next, um, I wrote down the words, attention to self in all things. Mm -hmm. Attention to self in all things. And this is very simply in the words of Jerry Springer. Have you ever watched Jerry Springer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end, you know what his sign-off is? Mm, No. Take care of yourselves and each other. That's his sign off. It's been a sign off. I lived in Cincinnati when he was on the news there. It's how he signed off there. It's how he signs off. Take care of yourselves and each other. Hmm. This is about taking care of yourself. And in all aspects, you got to take care of your relationships. You got to take care of your money. You got to take care of your spirituality, your physical being. All those parts of you have to attend to, I think, if you want to position yourself to be a chosen person, to be someone that someone comes and seeks. If elements of that, any of those things get too far out of whack, you become someone who is less appealing than someone else who does. Yeah. All right. So I think a good examination is to say of all those places in my life, where do I need attention? And can I start to provide attention to all those aspects of my yeah. life? That's really good. As you were talking, I was just thinking about how 
we always want the outcome that we want. Like maybe we want a better job or we want a job or we want the big deal, but are we willing to run the miles that's uh-huh. necessary to get in a position so that when that deal is available, we're in and we're psychologically sound and we're that's really good. Whether it's, you know, because the sprinter doesn't just go out and run the sprint. The no. sprinter works and works and flexes and works, you know, works out and has coaches and tries, does fart licks. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Do what a fart lick is? I don't. Do I want okay. to? Yeah, a fart lick is, uh, I, think, I think, you run really fast, then you jog. And then you run really fast, then you jog. What, so it's designed for a cardio to name? get your heart rate. Is I that don't, a guy's no, name? No, no, Please, no. God, tell me it's a guy's name. I, yeah. Senior, other, yeah. Senor sure. Miguel Fartlick. <laughs> The things okay. we learn. So I uh, commented on yours, but now I'm going to give you one. Yep. I, I bought a book the other day called Choose Yourself, and it's by a guy named James Altucker, I believe. And <laughs> No, it is. He, yeah. No, he didn't fart invent like the Altucker. fart like Altucker. <laughs> it's his middle name. And he talks in there about working out your idea muscle Ooh. and how we all have these ideas that com- we, we come across over the course of a day. Maybe we're driving, maybe we're showering, maybe we're running, we're doing fart licks or, or some type of, um, <laughs> and we come across ideas and we don't do much with them. They either pass through one ear and out the other. We seldom write them down and really say, okay, I've got an idea for a new website on how to build my blah, blah, blah business. Why don't I just cultivate that? Why yeah. don't I go further than just, oh, that won't work. Right. And think through ideas and come up with, uh, this guy says one a day. That seems a little bit much. But over the course of a week, you're probably going to have two or three. Maybe they're business-building ideas. Maybe they're workout ideas. Something that helps you to think through things to a deeper level. Because then when you're interviewing or when someone calls you, you're going to have a a sense of the kinds of things that go on inside your own mind. And I think if if we discount the ideas and if we just sit around and, and don't have these deeper conversations with ourselves, we're not as enriched when we do get in front of those people. That's beautiful. And that, to me, is a differentiator. When you go to interview with someone... You have to have not just demonstrate ideas that you've had in the past, but the ability to demonstrate an idea while you're there or to be able to That's look true. at the company you're talking to, to, interviewing with or whatever that is, and be able to say, have you guys ever thought of this or yeah. what about this? You're going to blow people over if you do what Bill just said. Yeah. It's really, There's really a company called Lululemon. Yeah, of course. And when Spent they billions of dollars there, I think I have. <laughs> my wife has, I think. When they interview prospective associates, one of the questions, maybe I hope I'm not giving this away. <laughs> one of the questions is, if you were to have an event where you promoted Lululemon goods and apparel, what would it look like? Oh, wow. Well, who's ready for that? Right. But if your idea muscle is in tune and and maybe you can come up with something kind of on the fly or maybe say, look, give me 30 seconds. I I got a pretty strong idea muscle here. I love it. uh, I wouldn't know if you'd talk about the idea muscle. But anyway, the point is that if you aren't good at thinking about things like that, those questions are going to throw you. Yeah, very good. Very, very good. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Last one is somewhat tactical but also just a general idea of how to be if you want to be chosen. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down the word presence, mm-hmm. presence. And this is something we steal sometimes from my refereeing business. We say when you look out on a field of football officials, the game is what everybody focuses on. Can I tell if an official who's in that game has presence or not? And presence doesn't mean they're sticking their chest out. It doesn't mean they're running all over the place. It's an energy that they give off. We talk sometimes about having the it factor. Mm-hmm. And when you look at performers and people, there's something in high performers. Sometimes they have this it factor about them, this charisma, this feeling, energy they emote. And so maybe we'll call it the it factor muscle. Mm-hmm. Can you exercise that? Can you work on your presence? And when I said this is tactical, part of this is 
the network we keep, right? It's mm-hmm. the LinkedIn presence we have, the things that we post on our Twitter feeds and that sort of stuff. What sort of presence do I create? And just in my natural course of business in my town, wherever I live, do I conduct myself and do I engage with people and do I have a presence with where I'm at? People that are sought after have presence. People that don't yes. have presence aren't sought after. That's the difference. You know what? I think part of that presence and that, and I'm assuming you mean like being present with someone too. That well, all to, those. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah n- not just well-known. Right, yeah, not just right. well-known, but or actually not, not charismatic no, necessarily. No, definitely not. No. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes there's a, you know, you've met people who cannot ask you a question about what's going on in your life that all yeah. they can do is talk about themselves and, yes. and that there is no presence no, there at all. No, none whatsoever. And so sometimes I think, uh, we forget that, you know, usually conversations kind of like to be two way, maybe yeah. there's occasionally a uh, con, I think is a Latin <laughs> meaning with, isn't it? So it is I'm C-O-N, con, yeah. Versing, versing with the con. Yeah. But I think it's part of that being present is just ask questions and be interested in other people. Don't fake it. Be interested. No, be, be, interested. be sincerely. Maybe you, sure. maybe we can learn something from the guy across the street who is an airline pilot who has nothing to do with our business, but he, he's an interesting dude and uh, has wisdom. So be and present. Listen. You have one of those, don't you? I just happen to have one now that, I'm, now that I think of it. You wisdom. Maybe cool. I should go find more wisdom from him. Well, uh, take a listen to that and rewind it. This is one to listen to over and over and ask yourself, man, do I do these things and can I do more of these things? Mm-hmm. I think they're really, really good things that people don't always think about doing when it comes to yeah. sales work. And we've had a couple of questions uh, on our LinkedIn group from managers too, which struggle, who struggle with this very thing. How do I find good people? Yeah, it's no like, doubt. I think sometimes we expect them to say, well, where are they? Well, they're hanging out at this bar. Yeah, right they're, here. they're well, secret place. They're everywhere. They're In fact, sometimes people who are not at the top stack rank of a company can still be great performers. No because they just been, haven't been nourished. It'd be interesting, too, if someone were listening to this who's a sales manager who started instead of asking someone about past sales results, ask them some of the questions about what we just talked yeah. about. Do you take care of yourself? Are you present? Do you flex your idea muscle? That yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. An interview would be an interesting thing. That's be good. Uh, so, again, reminder, go to yeah. our uh, LinkedIn group, uh, LinkedIn, advancedsellingpodcast.linkedin. Advanced Selling Podcast uh, LinkedIn group on LinkedIn.com, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then check out AdvancedSellingPodcast.com slash live for our new upcoming thing this fall. Very good. I'll have more than you do next time. Instead Would you please? Me having two, you having three. <laughs> I'm going to work really hard. you got to give me the topic. I need to relax. I'll all do right. it. All right. See, see you next time. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.